to Women Solopreneurs Never Settle. I'm Paula Tatum, your host, and I am going to be having Amy Bueller coming on the line today to talk to us about the three top tips for increasing your positive thinking. Amy is the founder of Three Shoes, and she's a skilled facilitator, a learning designer, a certified coach, and a licensed independent clinical social worker who has served diverse populations for decades while working within with corporate and nonprofit employers. Welcome, Amy, to Women Solopreneurs Podcast. Hi, Paula. So happy to be here today. We're going to have such a great conversation about positive thinking. Yes, but before we get into positive thinking, Amy, tell us about your your name for your company, the founder of Three Shoes, and what you do. <laughs> yes, everybody asked me about that name, Three Shoes. So this idea or this name comes from the idea that at various times in our lives, we all wear three different types of shoes. Sometimes we're in a role where we're wearing those big shoes that we have to fill. Sometimes we are in a place in our lives where we've outgrown the pair of shoes we're wearing, but we stay in them because we're too scared to leave them. And then the third pair of shoes are the pair that make us feel like a million bucks. So no matter what shoe you're wearing, whether you're, you've got big shoes to fill, you've outgrown your position or your role or your relationship, or you're already feeling like a million bucks, any way you look at it, going to a training of mine or getting coaching services, we're going to help you stay in those million dollar shoes and keep feeling like a million bucks. I love it, Amy. And it's so true. We, I have shoes that, you know, you need to get rid of. You need that nudge from a friend or a spouse or a partner just to get rid of those shoes for you can move in to bigger mm -hmm. and greater shoes. So I love the name of it. <laughs> Thank you. And so I'm super excited. So tell me about three ways to increase our positive thinking skills. Yeah, you know, Paula, September 13th was actually the positive thinking day, the, the national day of positive thinking. And it sparks me every year to think about how do we overlook that opportunity. And uh, I wanted to help my coaching clients, my training clients and, and our listeners today to get an idea of, of what they could do to increase that. The first tip I would start with is avoid or at least limit your exposure to negativity. And what I mean by that is there are so many sources of negative information around us from the daily news that happens three, four, six, 10 times a day or 24 hours, right? If you think about what the news is, it's a, it's a dismal picture of what's going on in the world. It, it's depressing actually, and overlooks and omits the good things that people are doing for one another. So yeah. for this reason, I gave up watching the news all the way back in my 20s when I was 24 years old. First job out of college, I was serving clients who were having life struggles in my days as a social worker. And uh, I found the news was just another source of negativity. And I decided then and there, never again. And I've stuck yeah. to it. The other piece to limiting exposure to negativity, sometimes, Paula, it's the sources of people we're surrounded by. Who is right. in your life that's maybe they're highly anxious or they are always criticizing people or they're judging others frequently. And this gets to you. It gets to your soul. It gets ingrained in your thinking process. So my first tip, again, avoid the negatives and limit exposures to negatives. Um, 
first tip I would start with because they're the easiest actions to do. Yeah. Uh, tip number two for me, I would recommend highly to get perspective. And what I mean by this is shrinking your problems to the size that they are. In other words, use scenery, get to the beach. Now, of course, I might be talking pre-COVID practices, right? right? right. <laughs> Do what you can. Uh, get into Mother Nature, go for a hike, get near something that's larger than you, um, whether it's a mountain, an ocean, even getting into a, a, an elevator and getting up to a high, high rooftop here in New York City, right? Having some scenery. Right. It shrinks your problems down to the size that they are and they start oh. to feel manageable. Oh, it's, I mean, it's 100% true. Your scenery, whether you need to change it. And sometimes it isn't that we have this horrible, you know, scenery and change. And I found yeah. that I, you know, it's so interesting, Amy, we moved apartments here in New York city and our last apartment faced another building, which are so many apartments, their windows face another building. Mm -hmm. And my husband more than me told me how horrible this was. And he just couldn't stand to see this, uh, this, you know, face another building. And I thought, my God. So when we moved into this place, the new apartment, I was like, you know, we're still facing a building. There is no view. It's going to be a cityscape mm -hmm. view. And I got to tell you, Amy, I was so wrong. And you're so right about the person, you know, being in a space that, you know, it's, I think the building is so beautiful. I think the cityscape view is just so tremendous and the windows are so beautiful. I think your surroundings uh, affect us, you know, and sometimes yeah. I think sometimes we just need change. Absolutely. And changing the scenery can change your perspective. I'm glad you've right. recognized that. And now you're living it too. The other piece of this idea. Yeah. In, in addition to scenery helping you change perspectives, I'd also say get balanced perspectives from people around you. And what I mean by that is talk it out. Whatever the struggle is that's on your mind, the worry, the concern, these are things that by getting the viewpoint of another person on it, it puts it again, puts it into perspective for you to balance out that critic in your head that's on overdrive. And Maybe right. set yourself up with a no complaint zone, right? Like not allowing you and your friends or you and your family, you and your roommates, nobody having uh, the allowance for a complaint zone. In fact, with COVID, um, I have one girls group that I shouldn't say girls, but women's group that gets together. Uh, and we've agreed that the first person who mentions any word associated with COVID-19 has to get off the call. <laughs> this yeah. forces us That's actually yeah, this forces each of us to think about life apart from covid and give ourselves a much yes. more balanced perspective of what is happening in our world uh so yeah mm -hmm. another thing i think with getting it, perspective is reading i don't know are you a big reader well I, I you know what i have been reading and i have to tell you amy that i have read because of well, I'm going to say it because I'm not on your girls call, but because of COVID-19, I've been really, really reading more like chick flick, chick, yeah, you know, like yeah. light books, Amy, nothing that's heavy. And I'm a big Emily Giffen fan. I don't know if you know her book. She was a New York attorney that 
um, you know, wrote something borrowed, something blue that turned into a movie. And sometimes I think you need, well, you need for your business as solopreneurs, I think you do really need to focus on things that are going to help and grow and to read things that are yeah. going to grow. But I also think sometimes you need something like you said, that doesn't have to do about the world we're in now and you need something lighthearted. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you and I were talking the other day about affirmations and the importance of those. And so that can come from reading those lighthearted things you're talking about. And so posting affirmations, I can tell you, I've got sticky notes in many odd places at light switches on the bedroom mirror um, in the book I'm reading. And so these affirmations are also another way to increase your skill at getting a different perspective than the negative one that might be on, you know, repeat on a loop in your head. Oh yeah. And you see it everywhere. I mean, you see people doing this everywhere behind them on the wall. They, they turn it into art. Oh yeah. Um, believe. Yeah, dream, you know, like YouTubers, people on social media in the back of their IG lives, you'll see all of this. And, you know, I do, you know, somebody was telling me, oh, Paula, you don't really believe that, do you? And I said, I don't know, but what does it hurt? Oh, I I don't understand what it hurts. I love it. What a great answer. Yes. You know. I mean, what does it hurt to say something positive? You know, they're like, well, do you really believe that just say, I said, no, I don't believe just saying positive things. I think there's action, but I don't think it can hurt. There's going to be nothing valued or gained from somebody being negative. I, mm. I, I agree with you about sometimes we surround ourselves and not meaning to, but we surround ourselves with negative people, even in within our families right. sometimes. I mean, there's people that you, I said, somebody was telling me, excuse me, I mean, somebody was telling me their mom, you know, just never had anything good to say. And I said to this person, well, maybe your conversations can be very light with her and you tell her you love her. And you know, that she's, you know, this person was saying their mom was sick. And I said, well, maybe you just tell the person you love them, have short conversations. um, But you don't have to go into deep conversations. Cause I think, when people tell me it's their family that's negative and it's sad when they live with them. But I'd say, you know, you've got to limit that because those people can really, you're invite, you're a product of your environment. Mm -hmm. So I'm a firm believer that if you surround yourself with good, positive people, I don't see how good things can't come. Um, I do think you have to have actions in your business and in your life to make things come. But I think surrounding yourself uh, with positive words, positive people. And I think it really, I mean, it's like the little book that you read your kids about the, the train. Oh, yeah, the little uh, engine that could. could. Yeah. Yeah. Could, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I love that you said that too, um, uh, about your, about your friend's situation, because this next tip, my third tip of the day is to practice appreciation. And maybe the trick for her is to get her mother to recognize when she's having a good day and not feeling all the pains and, and aches and aggravations of an illness. Yes. So maybe it's today her pain scale is down from eight to four. Great. This is something to think about, right? This is something to then right. uh, take knowledge of. So my third tip of practice appreciation, write it down. One of my actual traditions annually is to, on, on New Year's Eve, read all the little quips of the of the year where I've written down the thing that made me smile that day, the thing that made me happy or laugh. So 
it could be anything as simple as I walked up to the train platform and my train was there at the moment I needed it. That that's as right. simple as it gets on um, in terms of finding those moments to appreciate. So write those down. Another one is to encourage others. So instead of being the one that is seeking the encouragement and uplift from the friendship group, instead you be the one who identifies how to cheer on somebody else. This puts your brain automatically away from the negatives and into the positive viewpoint. And then the other piece to this practicing of appreciation is to give compliments. We do not get enough compliments and praise and being thanked for our existence. We do not get enough of that in a day, let alone a lifetime. So, you know, we really need to work on that. And that goes from everything to somebody holds the door open to, for you, say thank you. Hold the door open for them. As you make their day, that makes your day. This is another way to find right. a way to practice appreciation. So those are my three tips. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. And Amy, I think that, you know, it's uh, the uh, encouraging others. You're also getting a joy from that. Yeah. That That is, is, I mean, I think people <clears throat> sometimes don't think they will or they don't want to seem... I don't know what it is, but I find that, it, you know, you're so right that <coughs> people don't, I'm so sorry, people don't encourage people enough, right. you know, and you, even in your, you know, even in your own families, extended families, you know, I hear people say, they don't believe in me. They don't think I can do it. And, you know, there's always reasons behind that, but I think that that is, you know, our cheerleader should be within our families first and then come outside. And yes, we need people who to be realistic with us. But I think that saying thank you, telling somebody great job. I had a friend I didn't know that was in a hard space and was switching careers. And I was like, oh, I, I think you would be fabulous at that. And we just had a conversation. We reconnected um, and probably <clears throat> hadn't talked in two or three years. And I was just like, oh, my, that's like so you this is, this is going to be the best move of your life. And she's like, you really think that I'm like, Oh, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, I'm so sorry, Amy, I've had, I've had a little of cold. Tis the season of fall changes, but I, I find that people just need to have a breath of encouragement and it, it goes so far. And that's all about what positive thinking is. I mean, it's amazing that, you know, one little thing or two little things can change somebody's day. It's like when somebody, like you said, when you wake up and you're running to the subway here in New York and the train comes or somebody's nice mm-hmm. to you getting on the train or gets up and you don't feel good and gets your seat. It is such a, it changes your day. It changes your, your mindset. And so I totally, totally agree with your three points. Now, and Amy, if people want to reach you, where can they find you to find out more about your services? Oh, yes. My website is threeshoesinc.com. That's three shoes and then ink short for incorporated, inc.com. And um, you can reach me by my cell phone there as well as email. And I look forward to doing that. Yes. And thank you so much, Amy, for coming on and giving us three top tips to, uh, to increase our positive thinking. And we look forward to having you back on the show. Soon. Thank you, Paula. Okay. Thank you.